A reading from Luke, the first chapter, reading from the 26th verse. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at these words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. And the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even your relative Elizabeth uh, is in her sixth month for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to you as you have said. And the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered Zacharias' home and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. You might all remember this prayer, and if you want, you can pray it with me. Come, Lord Jesus, be our guest, and let these gifts to us be blessed. Amen. Christmas is a great family time, for in our gift-giving, we have the opportunity to explain what gift-giving is really all about. First, we want to remind ourselves, and certainly we want to remind our children, that gifts should always be seen as gifts of grace. That is, that what we give, we give out of love and not out of obligation. That what we receive, we never deserved. And secondly, we want to see into the persons who are behind those gifts, how can we do that unless we come, come together? Yes, to have those grandpas and grandmas join us, to let them get to know our children and our children to get to know them. That's what it's all about, gifts and coming together. What a wonderful thing. On the personal side, I can remember the days when I had a couple of grandmas I'm, by the way, a grandpa of one of these preschool children, so you'll hear a lot of grandpa-grandma stuff in this sermon. I had a couple of grandmas. One was fairly close by, and the other one was not so close by. One lived far away, and we didn't see her very often. Both grandmothers actually had been raised speaking a foreign language before they even learned to speak English. It was always a tremendous amount of fun and so interesting when they came to visit. And we looked forward to their coming. 
they came, of course, grandmas came in different ways. Of course, they would come to us in their person. We could see them and touch them and we could be held by them. That was special. But they could also write to us. Ah, back in the good old days when letters meant so much to all of us, right? A letter from Grandma was so dear. And of course, they would get on the phone and they would talk to us on the phone. So our grandmothers came to us in three ways. And it warmed our hearts whenever they did. So Christmas is always about two things. And they always go together. Gifts and the people who come to celebrate it with us. But there's something even better than coming with grandpas and grandmas and gifts from our parents at Christmas. It is actually the coming of Christ and the gifts that he comes to bring. The gifts of God. What are they? I think it's time for us, it's always a good thing for us, to stop and reflect upon the, what it is that God has given to us. In our first article of the Apostles' Creed, our Martin Luther wrote by way of explanation, he has given us our body and soul, our eyes, our ears, our members, our reason and our senses, and he still takes care of them. He richly and daily provides all that we need to support our body and our life. We should stop and realize that God gives us all these things. But there's even a greater gift that God has given to us. It's the gift of what it is that his son came to do. We say in the second article's explanation of the Apostles' Creed, we say, I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, also true man, born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord, who has redeemed me, a lost and condemned person, purchased and won me from all sin, death, and the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy, precious blood and his suffering and death. So that we might remember that these are all truly gifts that we don't deserve from God. The first article ends with all this he does out of fatherly divine goodness and mercy without any merit or worthiness in me. But guess who is coming along with those gifts that he gives to us. Just as grandma and grandpa want to come to us in person, so also did Jesus want to come in person, into the flesh, to be seen and known by the whole world. That is why we so joyously celebrate our Christmas. God has sent his son into the world to save us from sin and death. He came, John said, not to condemn the world, but to save the world. He came to bring us a gift of divine grace, undeserved, purely out of fatherly divine goodness and mercy without any merit or worthiness in me. But just as Grandma came in other ways as well, when she came in her letters, so also Jesus comes to us in his letters, letters written through the Holy Spirit, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. So the Bible is the word of God. And there we can actually come to truly know this Jesus through the scriptures, but he also in them comes to us. 
Through the Word of God, the Holy Spirit brings Jesus to us. And again, just as Grandma picks up that phone and continues to come to us today, so also does Jesus come to us in something we call the sacraments. Jesus said to his disciples, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have ever commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. Those words of Jesus, he comes to us in those waters of baptism. He comes to us under that bread and that wine. And John writes this in his first epistle. This is the one who comes by water and blood, Jesus Christ. So, let us give thanks tonight for all the wonderful, gracious, and free gifts that God has given to us especially those ones right over there. God gives to us our daily needs of clothing and food and food and protection from danger, but he gives us our wife and children and land and animals, all these gifts. He gives us the gift of his own incarnation and his redemption bought by his own suffering and death from sin and death, and he gives us the gift of his coming, his coming to us at Bethlehem, his coming in his inspired word, his coming in his sacramental water and blood. And so we pray, come, Lord Jesus, come. Amen.